I think his name was Three Dog or some shit like oh, that. Oh, on the Fallout Radio. Yeah, that guy. I th- <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Howlin' Wolf Jack, the old school fucking radio DJ that sounded like this, yo? How's it going? <laughs> no, what I was going to say is like, you know, like the K-Love <laughs> Christian stations? I've never heard like the radio producers talk on that before. Do you think they talk in the same way? No, those radios, like Caleb, it's like, hey, how's it going? That was Natasha Bedingfield. <laughs> Today we have some. Yeah, that was some. That was my cousin Jack, who plays guitar in the, in the team worship band. <laughs> the team worship band. You can check them out on Youth Outreach Fridays at 6 p.m. We'll be serving out ginger ale and cookies. What's up, guys? Welcome back to While You Die podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about. Uh, music, film, and all of the things considered while we die. We're all going to die anyway, so we might as well make the best of it. Jesus, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. I've had a pretty good day. It's a day off. I had some coffee. I had lunch with a pretty girl. It was, it's been a good day, man. Was this the girl that you saw a couple nights ago that you were telling me about? Yes, yes, sir. It's been pretty fun. It's been pretty cool. I try to bring up too much of that, and then just in case, like, <laughs> next episode. So that girl is not talking to me anymore. <laughs> Got very upset. <laughs> well, you, had a, you had a birthday over our last episode. I did. It was a good birthday, man. I, I, I worked a private event. Uh, one of my regulars that showed up there gave me a, a birthday sash and a little hat. And my work shouted me out on the on their uh, Instagram. That was pretty cool. I felt pretty proud of that. Like, on the, I was on like, the PA throughout the bar, that was pretty cool. Yeah, kind of like that. No, I was like, hell yeah. I was walking around. Uh, you know, good tips around. Got out early. Everyone bought me shots. I think my tab at the end of the night was 13 bucks, which is always nice. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's been a beautiful week, man. It's been a pretty good way to kick off being 26. But, hey, it's 26, dude. You know, it's not 27. You know, I don't got to I don't got to worry about dying suddenly or something like that. Yeah. You got one more year to do something really cool and historic and musical. Yes. So you're doing not it with dying. a podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 27 Club. And it's like all these greats. I'm like, hey, what's up? I had 13 to subscribers. It's 2021. We really changed the game. Uh, I'm in the 27 Club for the first Mac podcast. Mac Miller, I really w- I wish you really could have seen this, Mac Miller. I think you would have liked it, man. <laughs> Dude, I'd love to see like everyone meeting up. That's like that'd be like a good SNL sketch where it's the Twenty Seven Club meeting up, and it's like, who are you? Oh, my name's Jesus. I was a podcaster. People really liked me. <laughs> I had a good amount of friends, you know. I didn't tragically die. I choked at the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> the Queensland chicken and shrimp. You know, I thought I thought that they. Uh... Oh, I wasn't eating. I just choked. I. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so much worse just walking. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Dumbass couldn't breathe or swallow right, I guess. No, I guess I've been good. I don't know. I've been stressed with this move recently. Like, um, What move? So, you moving, buddy? Well, for the I guess for you and the listeners who, <laughs> who don't know. Um, yeah, it's been a while since we talked. My roommates, since the last pod. Yeah, my roommates in Chicago, they're trying to adopt a kid. They, uh, you need a spare room for that. So it was kind of like the nicest way of saying like, hey, we need you to move out because we need it for a child. They told you about that and you're like, damn, man, we guys are going to get an extra room, huh? <laughs> Where are you going to put the extra room? Damn, man. I don't, I don't know what you guys are going to do, man. That sucks. Crazy. 
Oh. I, I mean, I, I can get a bunk bed, I guess, but that's going to be weird when it comes to dating. <laughs> I'll share with him, man, but what if it falls? <laughs> so is he staying in my room? <laughs> <laughs> you're about to put a sock on the door, baby. You're going to have to figure out your own thing. <laughs> Boy, listen, kid. Is that your son? No, 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 no. He's not my son. Don't worry. You're on the couch tonight, bucko. <laughs> I'm gonna put, just push the crib out. <laughs> oh my god! Nah. Yeah, no, I remember you telling me about that. So, are they giving you a deadline or anything like that, or what? So it's looking like July right now, and um, I mean that's, that's a- s- still a good amount of time. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing is I just don't know if I want to stay in Chicago. I miss the Southwest. Um, Albuquerque misses you. I would not go back to Albuquerque. I mean, or was my, it Farmington? I don't oh, remember. Definitely, <laughs> Farmington's where I was born. Albuquerque's where I moved from. Um, That's what it was. But I don't know, man. I'm thinking it's either going to be stay in Chicago or move to Denver. Those are two both solid options. I've always loved Colorado. They got a good music scene out there. Um, breweries are popping. My biggest thing though is I'm like, is it just going to be like a quieter version of chicago like where i move and like i still have very limited friends i was gonna say there's a lot of people i know up in colorado a lot of our friends are up in colorado too should be pretty easy i mean it's easy to make friends through uh recreational marijuana instead too honestly (laughs) pick up games in my personal experience recreational marijuana (laughs) i'm gonna come back blonde and six foot three high what (laughs) happened What the hell? Would you become Spicoli? <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. I've been stressing with that. I'm still doing uh, my movie stuff when I'm not procrastinating playing 2K. But I mean, you sent me some pretty good music you worked on this week. That glass song I liked. Yeah, that one's um, supposed to be for the movie too. And uh, Ooh. I, I don't know. I have a good. I think I might release that one as a single this summer. I don't. It's a good. Uh, you should definitely release the soundtrack because I was watching a movie yesterday that it, it started off okay. What engaged me was really the music, and then it just got kind of bad. I mean, granted, I wasn't really paying attention towards the half of it. Then every time I looked up something more outlandish, it's I care a lot. Have you seen that at all, or heard about it? It's the one with Rosamund no, Pike. Uh-uh. It sounds familiar. And she's though. she. It's on Netflix right now. It's uh, a girl boss movie. She's doing it's like a black comedy it's it's not that good but the soundtrack synthy really cool and engaging granted i was really stoned watching it and i was like oh this is sick and then <laughs> just it, it just it, it just got stupid russian mafia became involved with the the mom from edward scissorhands is in it, it, it it's it's a spoiler but i mean i don't care this movie sucks to anyone who listens to this and like whoa bro you ruined it i didn't ruin the bad writing at all Good soundtrack though. Yeah, you have a lot I of digress. Dis- you have a lot of disappointed people listening right now. They're like, "Oh, bro, <laughs> that's like, been on my watch list." <laughs> I was surprised I got to. I never watch anything new on Netflix. I, I barely just watched Queen's Gambit like about a week ago. Oh, what you That was think? pretty good actually. I loved. I it. liked it. I dug it a lot, man. I loved the you know the Gibsons, all the drug use. Uh, the chess plane was cool. I could see why chess sales went up. It did make it seem really cool. I never played chess. Yeah, I think uh, chess.com went up like a crazy percentage of users. I to see that happen. Because uh, that last week when we were talking about a color of money, I was like reading like uh, billiard tables and pool like interest went up like 110% after that. Chess is understandable. Though. Chess is one of those games where it's like it really can't get old. What, like, no. Like checkers though? Like I don't know why people are still playing checkers. 
No, but there's, I mean, before Queen's Gambit, checkers sold more than chess because it was a little bit simpler. I, I really do understand the beauty behind chess. It's fucking awesome. There's a movie about, uh, uh, fucking, Tobey Maguire's in it. It's Bobby Fischer. I think he's a famous <laughs> chess player. Spider-Man's Gambit. Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get the damn pizza when you fix this door. <laughs> or the rent <laughs> when you was emo. Dude, those movies slap. I love those movies so much. Oh, man. You want to hit us with your with your uh, your song? Yeah, absolutely. Before we digress for another half hour. <laughs> uh, this this week I picked uh, Dance Yourself Clean by LCD Sound System. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I mean, this song's always been a good one, uh, but recently and i think it's like the right way to get introduced to this song the first time i got introduced to this song i was in a car hotboxing with a group of friends i think i was fresh 21 and someone put this song on and it's it, it's mixed low in the beginning so you have to like turn it up really high and it, it, it is like two parts differently but i remember just listening to it loop pedal doo -doo 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 -da -da. and then eventually i was like okay this is kind of cool and it's slowly like crescendoing up and then you hear the, ah, uh, and then just when that drop happens, my car at full volume, I, dude, it, it was like pure ecstasy. Let's like, go, let's go, like, let's go ahead and play that drop real quick. Listen to it right now. Just when he, you know, he gets to that, don't you eat? He talked about like don't blowing his man. voice out. <laughs> he blew his voice out. It's the highest he's ever sung, but it's he just got that excited about that synth sound. He forgot all about his vocal range and just had to sing it like that. He like took a shit ton of steroids to like fix his throat after that because he never sings like that in any other song. And it sounds kind of bad, but it sounds so good because there's so much emotion in it. It just reminds you of like those drunken nights you're hanging out with friends and shit. And just like that, just ah, you know. Uh, it, it's it's serendipitous. The best part about that is like, especially after that, don't but like where he's just frying his vocals. It feels like you're supposed to sing like the song that way too. Like exactly. it feels like and that's it, how it's supposed to be enjoyed. It, it's such an infectious energy, and like the first three minutes of you know the building. Uh, loops are just phenomenal and the lyrics are kind of melancholy you know talking like a jerk except you're an actual jerk and living proof that sometimes friends are mean and it's something that you know you always want to consider yourself the protagonist the hero of your story but sometimes every once in a while we could be dickheads and shit like that we don't realize it and it's something you know it's about getting older I mean this dude uh, James Murphy didn't blow up until like his late 30s almost early 40s dude that's when he became rock stars God, by the time that most people are like you know settling down and that's why you know they did the most punk rock thing ever. They dropped this, their biggest album, and right after that said, let's just call it quits, and had one last show at Madison Square Garden, and it was, you know, you can watch, there's a movie they did about it called Shut Up and Play the Hits. Fantastic. One of the best uh, concert movies ever. Damn, I mean, like, just four seconds shy of nine minutes, too. And it's not like a wonder where it's like, okay, everyone shut up. Like, the song is on. It's like a song that, like, you can hang out to and, like, just yes, kind of live no, for a little bit. I technically did that the other night. I was hanging out with a uh, couple of buddies after work, and I was like, we were all drunk and just, like, you know, we were listening to bro songs before. We were listening to, like, 96 Bitter Beans, you know, da -da 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 -da. and I was like, guys, I got one right here. 
And I, I kind of did the, like, wait, listen. But everyone, you know, it's an interesting song. And everyone's like, all right, cool. And it slowly builds up. And everyone, it still hits. It, it I could show this to anybody, regardless of whatever music you like. Everyone, as soon as that drop kicks in, is all in the same place. I wish to see that live, man. No one could, be, no one could be mad at that drop. Dude, you'd have, like, drunk Texan dads. They'd be like, yeah, okay. It's, it's kind of like I, them 80s movies. I like that. I could get cucked at that moment. I could walk in <laughs> on my wife, just BBC in all holes, and it's dun, dun, dun. I'm like, just tears in my eyes, and I'm still dancing. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Big bouncy chords. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be the name of the episode. Big bouncy chords. <laughs> Wife destroyed, mature, petite wife destroyed by big bouncy chords. <laughs> big bouncy synth chords. <laughs> Dude, solid pick. Oh, good lord. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it, thank it, you. It kind of bleeds in perfect to my pick for, uh, for, the, Ooh. for the film portion. Ooh, what, what'd you pick for film? Dude, today we're going Drive. 2011, yes. directed by Nicholas yes. Winding Refn. I'm probably butchering that like crazy. It's Winding Refn, but that guy, it's the same shit. <laughs> um, notable talents. I mean, dude, you got, I mean, first off, you got Ryan Gosling, which I feel Dreamboat. like. Dreamboat. Dreamboat for the, for the dudes and the girls, you know, like girls want to not... fuck the guy and guys want to be the guy or fuck him yeah, too, you know, whichever. That same thing. There's like that respect for him, you know, like like Timothy Chalamet, that's a guy I've seen. I'm like, I want to beat him up. He's too good looking. But like Ryan Gosling has like the right amount of like, you know, he's, I don't know. He doesn't seem like an airhead, you know. He does movies like that and The Notebook and that's like, hell yeah, man. That's range. I, I haven't like found that. a reason to like dislike Ryan Gosling yet. And especially from Dead Man Bones, like the fact yes. that... He just decided, he, like, him and... Do you remember who else it was? It was that other actor? I forgot what it was, but that, it was them and that children's, like, uh, musical that school. Children's and Choir? They, yeah. And they did, like, three takes only on each song to make it sound as fresh as possible. That's my favorite and, part, and I try to do that with myself sometimes. I'm like, dude, I just need to, I need to pull it DMB real quick. Well, it's good because sometimes you overproduce shit or, like, not, not you, but well, you overthink stuff and, like, maybe just, like, get away from, like, the raw, like, talent or, like, the raw what made something yeah. good. Yeah, and maybe that's something I just need to start working with is I, what I need to do is just develop a BBC and then just go, <laughs> and then just go in with three takes, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like, that's exactly it. watch drive get get inspired by that soundtrack again that soundtrack has defined everything now like everyone's trying to do that drive soundtrack i care a lot like all these synths like, and I'm, other, yeah, like that and existed but that popularized i remember like the first time watching that and just hearing you know night call good lord and i'm scared to like mention like some of the songs in it because i feel like those are songs that we might end up bringing on like later on in further episodes just because it's so good i think one that we probably wouldn't bring up uh that just tied it all together though real hero by college that one is a that's that's how yeah how could you you know while you die i mean come on i mean i think that he's I mean, that's the, the ending song in that movie. I mean, that song comes on a lot, but, like, people die to that in that movie. So I guess to give, like, a quick little synopsis for listeners who haven't seen it yet, it's basically Gosling plays, like, this mysterious Hollywood stuntman. Um, he lives in this shitty apartment in L.A., 
Um, he's also a car mechanic at this point, <laughs> like just a real dude's and dude. a stunt man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but also he's a getaway driver for like bank heist. And I want to play just a little bit of the trailer because I feel like it, like it's better to hear it from Ryan Gosling instead of Caleb Slack. But I'm just gonna play that <laughs> real quick. If I drive for you, you give me a time and a place. I give you a five minute window. Anything happens in that five minutes and I'm yours, no matter what. I don't sit in while you're running it down. I don't carry a gun. I drive. So you just moved to LA? No, I've been here for a while. So you can kind of get like a little pinch of like the synth sounds that it's based off of. Dude, I love how they had to fully work in like the leather gloves stretching over the wheel. (laughs) Hey kid, want a toothpick? So, uh, breaking bread, breaking bread, breaking bad. Uh, Brian Cranston, um, Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. That's where yeah. I first remember him from. Yeah. Uh, so the way that they actually picked out film locations is uh, Cranston and Gosling just literally drove around L.A. at night. Dude, that's the best kind of like. All right, you, that's work for them. Like, all right, let's scout. Wait, that's wait, wait. I retract that. I retract that. It was not Cranston. It was him, and it was Gosling and the director. Oh, Nick, that makes sense. You know that director is colorblind? Really? That's crazy. Yeah, that's, why, that's why the crazy colors you see in that movie are like some of the few colors he can see like on his spectrum. Yeah, dude. The color palette hey. of this thing, too, is just like a 2013 Tumblr kid's daydream. <laughs> it's amazing. It, it, it's influenced like every A24 movie now is like trying to mimic that shit. Like neon stuff, all this stuff. It was very influential, man, to a, you know, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Good movie, man. That I guy's mean, a great director. Basically, Gosling's character falls in love with his neighbor. Like her husband's in prison. He gets close with her kid. Um, her husband's Oscar Isaac, too, in that. Yeah. Um, so his garage mechanic, Cranston, um, he starts a race team basically off of. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure it was just like gang money and stuff. Um, but I, yeah, and then he just gets involved in like this heist and you got to check it out. It's only a, like an hour and 40 minutes and it is a killer watch. Definitely one to watch before you die. Yeah, just from that opening scene, like it's like five minutes of like no dialogue. I think no music even still while he's like, you know, he has the, the watch off on the steering wheel and he's like waiting and that first, he avoids all those cops. Man, that movie, like the action is so like tight and just well shot. Killer, killer stuff. Definitely uh, check it just, out. Let's drive. You guys got to watch it. Pretty sure you can find it almost. I think I watched it on Netflix. You should buy it. Everyone should buy that and own that movie. It's fantastic. It's a cr- it's a criminal crime if you don't own and watch that movie. Absolutely. All right, man. Good picks today. You ready to move on? Those are good picks. Yeah, absolutely, man. But no, man, uh, that's pretty much... I really got nothing else going on, and I'm going crazy because of it. I really am. Oh, I saw that. Um, I mean, there's some things to talk about for sure. Uh, first off, Texas and Mississippi are just done with COVID. Yeah, I've been here. Well, I, like, I don't think everyone, like, people are still going to wear masks out here. It's, it's going to be a personal thing. I mean, like, out here, you know, there's a mandate, but no one's getting arrested for not wearing a mask. I don't think anything's really going to change too much out of it here. I mean, the, the, Midland right now in particular is doing pretty good with vaccinations. My parents got vaccinated. My boss has got vaccinated. I could get vaccinated because I'm considered a, an essential worker since we serve food now 
over at uh, the bar. But I don't know what's going to happen now since we're going to go back to 100% if we're doing it. I have no clue. I think everyone in Texas is just as confused because it's not clear what, you know, he's like, all right, it's good. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I mean, if they want to like, oh, let's go to like Riodoso or something like for the weekend. Yeah. Like, oh, don't forget to pack our masks. Yeah, something like that, or I don't know. I guess it just means no limitations. Like, I remember last year we were trying to go to Marfa again to go Barnadar. It's a cool ass uh, pool slash pool bar that's owned by the hotel across the street, St. George. Swanky place, nice, good shit, little pricey, but it's worth it. But we went last year for Marfa and they shut it down because uh, due to COVID to only the people that are staying at the hotel. But it's a cool bar, uh, hotel, man, bar. You could just fucking go into it free, get killer margaritas, killer tacos. I'm happy that's opening back up to this year. I do want to visit that. What was it called? Uh, bar Nadar. They might have changed it now to just the pool, I think, for white people. I don't know. <laughs> I'm <almost> positive. <laughs> I, I always I have a friend fucking always sends me like we gotta go and I'm like all right all right bitch when <laughs> <laughs> like oh dude uh, another thing because uh, I mean I don't want us us to just be the the COVID update podcast <laughs> yeah no I'm not trying to bump people out like this isn't like Rush Limbaugh's hour here yeah. you know it's definitely interesting though I mean it was, it was a a move I'll let, uh, for sure yeah we'll update like whoa. Yeah. Update everyone next week, like, hey guys, I have code, I'm recording from my house, quarantine for two weeks. Seth Rogen started a, a marijuana company, finally. He did. Have you well, seen it? Like, the products? It, yeah, they look cool. I, I remember he's, he teased that, like, last year, but it's not of interest to me, since I can't get it here in fucking Texas at all. <laughs> I think you can in Chicago, I think. Oh, dude. Isn't it legal yeah, up there? Dude, I live next to a Waken Bakery. God damn it. <laughs> I'm over here fucking smoking mid that I'm lucky to find. <laughs> Have you seen the product? It's pretty cute. It comes in the little tins and he's like, Andrew can stack them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but he said it took him 10 years to build this company. I was like, that's kind of a long time. But I was like, if you're high all the time, I guess it 10 years. Yeah, that kind of makes sense that too and working out the legality of like all this stuff and looking at what's worked and what's not worked for other companies and shit like that like it's that that market's been kind of like the wild west from the from the countless weed vice documentaries i've seen while stoned and forget what they're really about <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've definitely i've definitely been guilty of watching a few of those too i think the last yeah, one i watched like, was the uh trang uh i can't trang i can't say the word right now Tranquil tranquilicism. I never watched that one. I watched a weed kit and uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopia quite a bit. I like ph Hamilton's Pharmacopia. I love that nerd. <laughs> no, I'd like. Has Vice ever done any like spooky stories, like scary stuff? They might have. If spooky for you is like the new ketamine drug that's destroying South Africa, oh, like yeah, shit like true. that. But inside South Africa's dirty meth-infested homes. <laughs> inside my ass no um i know i know buzzfeed does i don't know if you ever watch buzzfeed unsolved they do the spooky stories i like those those are awesome inside jack nicholson's basement <laughs> would you take a look at my ass dude there was no, I, I did kind of have a spooky moment uh literally yesterday i mean it wasn't spooky i guess so to say but just weird um so was a bible floating 
<laughs> so you're like, God, get down. Uh, two nights ago, I went over to a buddy's place for drinks. Ended up crashing there. And then the next day, I called an Uber. And this is the first Tesla Uber that I ever got in. Was no one driving it? Boom, <laughs> <laughs> oh, get in. That's what, that's what Elon doesn't tell you, is they steal ghosts and make well, them drive okay. the Teslas. Not to derail this, but like, would you, okay, the drive is, the, the car can self-drive. Imagine getting drunk, passing out in the front seat, and it just auto-drives you home. Is that a DWI? I don't think so. If your car's driving the way it does... But they could give you one if you're parked and your keys are in ignition, too. But it doesn't have keys. That is true. <laughs> well, where's the law on the button? <laughs> Sorry, dude. Argue with the robot. That's a loophole. I think Adam Sandler had a bit about that. But anyway, so I get in this Tesla, which, I mean, first off, like, I've never, yeah, I've never been in one. And I'm like, oh. I've never been in one either. I was either. like, oh, shit. Like, we got a Tesla driver? So I get in this car and I don't, I really don't know how to explain it. Like I can, it, first off, it smelled just <laughs> rancid. It smelled so rancid. Like sulfur? I don't eat like, um, I don't know. Like it, the devil's lettuce? Like, like a, like the L in Chicago, like past like three o'clock. Like it's like this sweaty, like BO Musty. smell. It was just terrible. There's like black marks all over the interior the driver, the driver's name was Dave, and he was this older man, and I'm pretty sure he was the source of smell. Um, his hair was gray and matted. He wore this dirty red Tesla hat. How the fuck does this guy own a Tesla? What do you think he does? So I had to roll down the window because I have a very... Jesus. I'm really sensitive to smell, too. Like, I'll throw up if I think it smells bad enough. <laughs> Um, and he's it's cold in Chicago right now too. And this guy, oh Isn't yeah. It? Well, I mean the weather's been doing better, but I had to keep the window down or I would have thrown up. Um, so I roll down the window. He's like, yeah, and like, mind you, this guy's probably, like, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks back at me, I'm like, Dave, and he's like, ah. <laughs> it's the Halloween Town cab driver. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so he had to have been like in his 60s and that's terrifying I, I roll down the window he's like the air conditioner gonna come out here in just a second it'll click on and i'm like okay and like i'm trying not to look at this and this is 100 percent true i'm looking at like on his uh on his center console is just a giant roll of gorilla gorilla tape the fuck and i'm like what is happening right now like how like so i was like yeah i've never been in a tesla before and he's like that's what they usually say and i was like <laughs> how long have you had it and he's like about he's he was saying about like four years ago um he like just not even four years ago it, he something like that i was just the smell was really hard to concentrate on this but basically he walked into a private owned dealership and like charged the entire thing and he had to file bankruptcy because of this purchase. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm Ubering right now. They don't call me the smartest. <laughs> but I got a Tesla. <laughs> and he's going bankrupt for it. And then uh, I guess he's just driving Uber and doing Uber Eats. And I was like, this is so interesting. So he's like, he's like, he's like, you in school? And I'm like, no. 
He's like, what do you do? I was like, I'm a, I'm a producer and film composer. He's like, oh, well, then you should check out my website. It's, uh, and then he told me the website, which is like, there's really like the meat of the story is. He said it's called uh, Cicada3301. Oh my God, no, are you serious? That's that crazy internet. That, dude, my boss and me have been obsessed with that dude lately. I am dead, and I didn't know a thing about this. I didn't know. I he might have been just fucking with you, that, or that's terrifying. You might have been, oh my God, so I'm So I'm looking, I'm just, because this was like a 25 minute drive, and I'm just kind of looking around this car like, who is this person? There's like a pair of like child sunglasses in between the passenger seat and the center console and then i see like like where a cigarette lighter would be like on a car there's a sticker that says cicada 3301 and i don't know if this guy is like obsessed with this thing because I, I have such a hard time believing he's a part of this dude i got good i don't know it could be man that those code breakers are weird as shit but honestly i don't know a lot i could see a lot of weirdos being obsessed with this too so I was just like, he was like, yeah, yeah, I do it for this website. And I was like, and so I didn't even look at first. And I was like, whatever. But then like, he was, about, I think he's might have been just fucking with you, but uh, that's weird. That's who, what the, he fuck? was just like the weirdest character to like put to the story. And so I didn't know what Cicada 3301 was until yesterday. Um, but for people that don't know, uh, Cicada 3301, it's, uh, it's this nickname that's given to an organization that like on three occasions, and I'm totally reading right off of wiki right now. They <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> so they posted three sets of puzzles to recruit code breakers from the public to where the site went up and it's like, we're looking for intelligent individuals, um, like to solve like to break these codes or like it's not even all about coding either it's really like no, just it, riddles and stuff they're I mean, just trying yeah it's it's that's all it is and there's like st cryptology uh data security like it's about like i don't know like a lot of hacking stuff but also being smart like there's like books like clues like like runic like old books like the first book like weird creepy shit yeah, so there's like, like three the, or four the out. first one was just this black image that basically said the introduction of who they are and what they're looking for with an image of a cicada on it so they said an image is hidden within this picture so i guess that's where like the coding process kind of came in and then it just led them to a bunch of stuff and someone i think like a 15 year old like figured it out like the first one like in 2012 I'm looking it up. Oh. The first book or whatever I think it's called. Like, literally, I don't know. There's, like, weird, creepy shit about that. But that is nuts, though, that that guy, uh, you know, had that sticker and was talking about that as his, yeah, check this out for music. I mean, it, like, and then I... So what happened after that? I spent my whole day hungover yesterday just watching, like, three hours. Oh, it's called uh, Liber Primus is, like, the book that they're on now that still hasn't been solved. Um... But, uh, wait, what were you asking? I'm sorry. I was looking at So this. what happened after after that, uh, in that ride? Like, how did you react to all that before? Well, like, because, <laughs> like, I mean, not, like, not knowing anything about this and then seeing that, like, there were, like, ideas of it, like, being a cult and stuff. And, okay, but get this. So, like, I don't know anything about this yet. I see it maybe being a cult. This is the sketchiest Tesla I've ever been in. And there's fucking gorilla tape sitting on, like, the... Center and children's console. glasses like dude is this epstein's fucking it tesla was, what's going on it here? was terrifying for a, a split sect where i was like am i about to jump out of this tesla i got goosebumps <laughs> for you when you said that man even though it's probably just eh, chicago huh being weird eh? yeah but like so they broke like the first i guess the first one or two levels of this puzzle and they ended up getting like 
the it's called the Liber Primus. I don't know. I'm probably saying it wrong, but it's just like 58 or 52 pages of like these runic, like these just runic texts that they still haven't solved like what it means, and no one even knows like what the whole thing is for this. Yeah, like, the purpose for it. Yeah. But I mean, it's just one of those like internet like enigmas that are just like what is this and dude it was really that's what's scary right now in an era like where everything could be you know deep fake or called whatever and you could find out anything this is something that's still unsolved and i think that's what keeps it you know like you know yeah you know freemasonry is it the cia is it a cult is you know it's crazy shit dude for anyone who wants to check it out on youtube what i watch there's four like four episodes they're all about 15 minutes 20 minutes each or so but great big story uh covered it and they talked to like the guy like pretty much like like the tight-knit circle that's really involved in it the guy that broke it at like 15 um dude just wild stuff man i'd recommend you to you check out like at least the first episode too it's it's so weird yeah, my boss was talking to me about this. We got really obsessed with that for a while back, well, all this month, honestly. We started with uh, the QAnon stuff. I don't know if you like kept up with any of that either. No, not really. Mm-mm. It is nuts. Yeah, basically, all of this is happening on 4chan. Someone posted on there pretending to be this person Q, and that's like a level of clearance uh, in the White House or whatever. And they're talking about this is like during the beginning or middle of the Trump era, and just like, yeah, we're you know draining the swamp, we're cleaning all this out, and all these people like old boomers started believing it and shit. But it started off as a lot of people just kind of trolling. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people believe it. That's like the base of it right now. But a lot of people believe that Trump or the QAnoners thought that Trump was going to be inaugurated today. Because up until 1933, the original inauguration date for a new president was March 4th. And they claimed that America was a corporation and Biden's the head of the corporation, but Trump's still... It's crazy shit, dude. I I recommend going down a rabbit hole. I could send you some podcasts that I got to find again that talk about it. But it's crazy stuff, dude. I even saw something on routers um, yesterday that, like, supposedly they were, like, planning an attack, like, today, which, I mean... Yeah, it's that's why they up security. Yeah, it's 4.30 central time and nothing's happening, so good. I don't... Yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen because everyone's... You know, not that I'm hoping for it, but it's just, you know, you, you read shit and you're like, oh, whoa. Also, real quick... Uh, what do you think about this? Is this a sneak... Dis- like, how would you react? You know, you're hanging out, table of people, you know five six of your buddies and someone's buying shots for everyone except you and your girlfriend and they continually do this all night how would you react to that i mean left out first off yeah um i don't know that's how many people were there well i'll just say uh my birthday had a you know we had a little get together okay but it was your birthday too right yeah no i got shots it was my buddy and his girlfriend that I know they they were sitting there and they just didn't get any and like I even had like a buddy like stagger in late and he got a shot and they didn't. It was just funny because like there was there was Matt you know no one was like talking shit to each other but it was funny because it was very passive aggressive because then the the my two buddies that got left out came back and bought spite shots for everybody and just passed those out to everyone except them two 
And it, I was just like, damn, dude. Like, I get it. I, I, it was my birthday, and I was just drunk, and I didn't really want to rock the boat. But the more I thought about it, I was like, that was pretty fucked up. That's kind of shitty, you know? But it's yeah. not it's not, it's not, it's not something you're like, hey, dude, you didn't buy it. But it's still the consideration. Or, like, even say, hey, I can only afford him for him. It's his birthday. But it's not the case if you're buying him for everyone else, too, and just not them, you know? That's shady. I mean, like... It's 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 kind of shitty, right? Yeah. I, but it's not, it's like... it's not something you can bring up now, too. It's like... No! It, it, it's, 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 you know, it's like a Larry David episode, you know? If I was Larry David, I'd just be like, oh, you know, but... <laughs> that was... <laughs> it's just weird, right? Because I started like, thinking about it more, and, like, the more time passes, you can't be like, hey, man, what was happening that <laughs> You know? It, it, it's, it's sneak shady. I don't know. There's... It, it's some weirdness and niceties that get yeah well and then drop yeah i guess that's a hard thing to bring up with them too but not cool yeah i guess that's my final outtake like not cool yeah i just hey man you know the way i look at it is 12 beers for one person not that fun one beer for 12 people a lot more funner you know yeah absolutely write that down kids (laughs) i'm glad you agree it's been kind of like i was like man Hmm. I want to get more people in on this right here. Yeah. That um, also, I could probably Google this. <laughs> I should probably. <laughs> okay. People with dwarfism, when they're born, are they extra small, or do they come out? No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold okay. on. That's a big. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Okay. That's why. All right. Damn. I don't know where to go in now. Uh, we could go in on what's new this week, man. Oh, did you see the Alamo Draft House filed for uh, uh, bankruptcy? No, dude. Yeah, it sucks, man. I think they got bought up by some other company, but it's like the same thing that happened to Regal, and like a, a certain amount of them will be around, but for the most part, they're all gonna like more than like half. They're probably gonna shut down. That's sad. It sucks too, man. I going to theaters is my favorite thing in the world, dude. That's what kind of sucked about this last year, man. You know, you know how bad I was looking forward to seeing Fast and Furious Nine in theaters. They bring John Cena in this one. Han's back. That's a perfect movie. I miss blockbusters. You know, I know it's not Citizen Kane, but I love just seeing something dumb, loud, and stupid in theaters. You remember when we saw Fast Seven? Oh, and I hid the tr- like I hid like in the bed of the truck with yeah we with all the did and we Sekis. yeah we were just a bunch of drunk t- teenagers and then Justin started bawling at the end <laughs> yeah and that was a very quiet ride home it was actually for all of us yeah. very drunken and very quiet um, I remember we were all talking shit during the beginning like this is dumb and then at the end it's been a lot we're like. Aah. Oh, dude, in the, uh, the CGI version. I mean, I thought, like, that was, like, the first time I think that's really, like, been brought into fruition. They um, did it good. They got that smile, and I'm like, Brian! Oh, dude, R.I.P., man. Oh, man. Now I'm sad. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting hit by the melancholy right now. Uh, you know what would You know what would turn the mood back around? Tokyo Drift. Playing us out to LCD Sound Systems Dance Yourself Clean. That's a good one to write it on out, man. You got anything to plug, dude? Anything new? Um, if you guys want to check out the show's social media, you can find that at While You Die Pod. If you want to check out my personal, that's Caleb underscore under Caleb underscore seventy seven. Uh, if you want to find my music, that's Honeywire. All the socials for that are at Honeywire Music. Nice, man. Solid. And if 
I don't really have anything, man. But if you want to see me shit tweet, uh, follow me at fake drifter underscore. Or if you want to see what I'm listening to and randomly share some cool stuff on Instagram or talk to me on there, uh, follow me at panini underscore life. All right. This has been while you guys, while you guys die, while you, while we, while the world <laughs> dies. This is while we all die. <laughs> this has been while you die. Jesus, I love you. Love you too, man. Bye.